Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the art that they do. And today I have author and illustrator Kim Wahoom with me today. And she is the author and illustrator of A Gift for Nene, which will be out in 2024. Hi, how are you doing today? Hi, Nancy. How are you? Good. And it is such an honor to have um, somebody with your skill set as an illustrator and author on my podcast today. Thank you so much. I feel so honored to be invited on your show. Well, I have to tell everybody in the audience that you were so encouraging and kind on social media. I was like, oh, she's like, kind of like a warm hug on social media. You were just so kind and just like, oh, you, you, you know, you're going to be there too. And that was, that means a lot from, you know, hearing from somebody who's already um, has a book and working on it and creating and doing the things that I would like to do. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome, Nancy. Your art is amazing. I'm so inspired by you, you know, so best wishes. You'll go so far. Your art is amazing. Oh, well, that's kind of you to say that, but I love your, you do so many different things, like the little, um, the little stuffed animals, and then you do your illustrated work, and I, I'm just fascinated to know what inspired you to pursue a career in art. Um, um, with, um, Amigurumi, it's like Japanese for knitted toys. Um, I remember one day seeing online these little cute eggs. So after I saw it, I Googled it and then I learned what it was. And just getting started was um, frustrating. Like I bought the book, but then just like learning how to, because when you crochet, usually like I knew how to make a scarf. So I knew how to go back and forth straight, you know, but then when you make a toy like for the head you need to go around so I had trouble like seeing it and I would google tutorials and I still wasn't able to get it and one day like sitting on the sofa my mom was asking what are you doing and I told her I was trying to make a head and she was like oh this is how you do it so I was just so amazed that I was like wow mom I didn't even know you knew how so she was showing me, and then that's how I was able to get it. And so I would work off of patterns like on books and online tutorials. And seeing how people were creating their own patterns, I was inspired to make my own patterns. So like a big supporter of my um, work was my grandma. Every time I made something, she would just be like, it's so cute, you should sell it. And then I was like, but grandma, it looks so funny. It was like my initial designs, you know? But she was just so encouraging. And then um, when she passed, um, I just felt so sad, you know? And then, um, so that year of the monkey, I think it was 2016. That was my first year without her. and. I was inspired to create the monkey for the year of the monkey, you know? So that was my first pattern. And then it's been my bestseller. So that's dedicated to her. So when I was thinking of a story to write, 
for children's book, um, I thought about making a little girl, um, in, like wanting to create a hat for her grandma. So that's how it came about. Wow, that's an amazing <laughs> personal story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And can you talk a little bit about like, because this is, how long has that journey taken you? And and I apologize, it's not in my original questions, but how long did it take from that, from knowing I'm going to, you're going to write the story about the little girl who's crocheting the hat for her grandmother to getting your contract for, um, to have the book published? Um, yeah, um. I was actually inspired to write a story, like to get into Kitlet, oh. because of my daughter. Like, oh. this was, I think, in 2020. Yes, I was reading this Chinese English, like bilingual, because I wanted to teach my daughter Mandarin. And it was so hard to find books with um, English and Chinese together. So I was reading this book with my daughter and she was saying, oh, mama, why don't you write a book about me? So I'll, she, and I was like, oh, yeah, why, why don't I try, right? So I was like Googling, how do you get started with children's books? And there were like so many on site. So I wasn't sure how to start. But one day while on Facebook, an ad popped up for Story Storyteller Academy. So they were having a three-week session. So I enrolled in it, and then they give like um, previews of classes, you know, like an hour where the teacher comes to talk and then give examples. So I was just really inspired. So I enrolled. I started to, I just did like monthly. So I told my husband, you know, I'm going to try. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. It's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. So I kept trying and then I enrolled for a year. So I took like the writing classes, the art classes. Um, yeah, because I never went to art school. So it was kind of like learning everything too. So yeah, and then in the meantime, I also joined critique groups, which was very helpful because when you think you have such a great idea, your critique partner is like, oh, I don't think this part works, you know? So it, it was my first time being critique, so I kind of felt sad, right? But you just need to be tough because they're, you're in it for them to help you. So you mm -hmm. just have to take what you agree with and just whatever if you're passionate about what you how you want your writing like just stick with it but of course like listen to what they have to say too so yeah so I queried and then I got rejected I remember crying a lot but it's okay because it, you, you have to you take what you can you know and then you learn you grow and then I also like, um, just up, um, I remember there was an auction for the typhoon in the Philippines, you know? Oh, so there yeah. were, so one of the prize for donation was a critique with an agent. So I sent my story to her and she was just so like supportive and encouraging. And initially, yeah, so, so that really helped my story improve. 
and then just like polishing up you know like it went through so many revisions like my story changed so much you know but it, it only got better and i joined the contest in the fall it's called fall fall riding frenzy with caitlin sanchez and lydia ludicus yeah so i remember like submitting it was my first contest you know so i was like or should I submit it because I've never written anything to be published online. So yeah, I submitted and then fortunately I won. And the prize that I won was a critique with Erin Sue at Firewall and Friends Macmillan. Yeah, so when I met with her, she liked my story a lot that she wanted to work with me. So that's how I was able to get um, the contract. And in the meantime, I had pitched my story on Twitter for PB Pitch, which is um, hosted by Deborah and PJ. Yeah, so I had a like from Miranda. So when I queried her, um, she offered representation. So everything just like aligned like during that period you know mm. yeah so that's my publishing journey wow that's yeah. so exciting you worked so hard mm. to get to where you've been it's been quite the journey and that you didn't give up that you persisted that is so inspiring because I I always um, tell like my um, friends who are artists like you just never know it could be that next little thing that you do that pushes it over and that's fantastic oh my goodness I can't wait to buy a copy I have a little niece who's like five years old I bet you she would be, well she'll be a six or whatever when she gets I'll be able to buy her a copy of it oh my gosh that would be oh that'll be amazing and I just think your illustrations are so sweet and so adorable and I just ah that yeah that's it's gonna be a just beautiful when um, you get to hold it and you know share it with the rest of the world I think that's amazing thank you so much for sharing that thank you Nancy I was so you kind of answered some of my next couple of questions um, but the one that I'm really fascinated is that so how do you create your illustrations like so are you because uh, I'm always fascinated by artists and their process of making their book illustrations so mm -hmm. do you how do you start from the very beginning and work your way through to the final like illustrations um yeah, I, um I use um Procreate. Yeah, so like I I never really did digital illustration. I mean I love traditional um art, but because I, I don't really feel comfortable yet because I never went to school, you know? But then like seeing seeing your work, Nancy, and I also love um Shirley Ng Benitez. She does like like really traditional, like just hand art. And even like um Vanessa Brantley Newton, yes, yeah, who does yeah, like I'm just so inspired by you got you ladies, you know. But because I don't have, I don't really have the time to like actually play with paper, yeah. But that's 
that's my dream to get into traditional, you know. But for now, since I'm kind of in a rush, you know, I I work with um procreate. Yeah. So so what? Yeah. So when I enrolled in the beginning in Storyteller Academy, I was like asking my husband, Hey, you know what? Can can you just buy me an iPad and let me experiment? You know. Yeah. So with procreate, I've been doing that. Just like looking online for tutorials. Yeah, so when I, when I come up with a story, I feel like I'm more visual than, um, lyrical with words. So I work more with, um, imagining the scenes. And then later on, I come up with the writing. So I, I would like sketch my characters. And then the thing with procreate is it, it's just so like convenient, you know, it's like the head is too small, then it, you just like click it and it expand it with your fingers, you know, mm. so it's really easy. And then, I mean, not easy, it's still hard, but at least like I don't have to like keep tracing and like use paper, you know. Mm. So yeah, so I would um sketch it out. And then, yeah, we'll sketch out my dummy, try to imagine it in the 32 pages. And then after that, um, I will write in the words. And then, yeah, and then like keep refining it, sending it off to your creative partners to see where they can help you with the words. Because I feel like I'm better with, um, the art than the words. Yes. I, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm not, I'm just starting out with the writing and, but I think you've encouraged me to, cause I was, I was thinking about doing the storyteller Academy for the writing mm-hmm. classes and hearing you talk about that. I, I'm going to look into that further um, because that sounds like it's a really good program for, to help you start with the writing. So if you're not, you know, comfortable with that. Yeah, um, I like it. Storyteller Academy. I mean, I really owe it to them, you know, because like they 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 give you like since you want to go author illustrator, so they actually give you like a track sheet, like a list of classes to take in order that they recommend to kind of like achieve that, and like it's like a four year program. So it's like about a six week program of courses and there's like live workshop after every two weeks where you submit your work and and no, yeah, wait, actually no, yeah. At each workshop you get to submit your work. And then they they don't get to choose everybody's work, you know? Like they'll pick about maybe three, four to five. So sometimes you don't even get chosen and then you get sad, but it's okay because you get to listen to other people's stories being critiqued uh-huh. and then that helps you too. You know, I remember one story was about, um, somebody else's story was about dance, about this little girl wanting to dance, you know, but it kind of related to mine too about, um, trying and not giving up. So I was able to use whatever critique the teacher gave that student and I kind of use it to help my story too with the pacing with you know like the the climax you know so you do learn from everybody yes uh-huh and then there's also 
because after each term, there's like a short break, but then they also have mini classes, you know, and then they even invite um, agents and editors to come have uh, Ask Me Anything session. Yeah, so it, it's, it's cool, you know. Um, I, I think maybe in spring, maybe they might have a, a free week. Okay. where they will have little snippets of each one. Okay. So I'll be sure to let you know, Nancy, okay? Wow, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah, because yeah, I, I just didn't know they did all that. I kind of just went on the site one day because I saw the ad too on Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll look at it. But I was so busy with other stuff. I just hadn't. And I know the writing is, it's it's so hard. Like people have, I think, the wrong idea that children's book writing is really easy or something. But I think it's very difficult for me. And I think that there's, because you're really trying to be very clear, but at the same time, you have so few words. Mm -hmm. And then also working with the images and what are you, you know, and so, yeah, I'm very much still learning all that part that how that works together. So I'm going to look, I'm definitely after after this interview, I'm going to go look some more. But thank you so much for the recommendation on that. Welcome. And that is that you're that you are so wonderful. You already like gave an excellent tip for taking, you know, look at the Storyteller Academy for um, the classes and then the critique group. Is there any other advice you would give to somebody who's new to starting out and writing and illustrating their children's books, their own children's book stories? I I think um it's important to join the Kitlet community on Twitter, you know, because when you're writing, you feel, sometimes you feel so alone in your world, you know, because, I mean, <clears throat> in my family, nobody really writes, you know, like, I mean, professionally, right? I mean, my husband, he's, he's very supportive, but he's better with words than me. So sometimes when I write something, he'll say, Oh, that word is so elementary, you know? So, but he'll come up with a fancier word for me, you know? Yeah, but joining Twitter, like the community, they're just so supportive, you know? Like, if you need help with a word or just anything, like, you can ask them and somebody will be sure to answer, answer you. And then it's like, when you join contests, you, you post it, people will just comment for you, you know? I mean, like they'll love it they'll say what they love about it so whatever they love about it you you can you can focus on that right and then they'll say like oh that's a great picture book idea so you'll be like oh hey you know put put it on your list of to do it story ideas yeah and i know um susan andrew she does um haiku saturday um, the hashtag Haiku Saturday. So on Saturday, the community, they will post their haikus. Wow. And like for me, I am not a poetic person, but just joining that, it kind of like pushes you, you know, challenges you, right? And of course, it's like other people, their words are so poetic, so beautiful. Like sometimes they use words that I don't even know what it means, you know? But then, it forces me to Google it, right? 
So I learned, yeah. So that's really been helpful, like just just to push your creative mind, you know? Yeah, mm. so yeah, so for early writers, illustrator who want to join, make sure you join Twitter and just follow people whose art inspires me, you know? Because I know, yeah, so sometimes I would see art and I would just follow them. And sometimes like, I would check out their Instagram because mm. usually artists, as an artist, I really encourage you to have Instagram. You know, have your best work, your art there, or even just sketches, like whatever whatever work in progress you have. Because I know some agents and editors, they go on Instagram, and if they like you, they will reach out to you. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even for me, like on Twitter, there was an agent who reached out to me on um <clears throat> on Twitter saying she liked my art. I guess she checked out my portfolio. And when she checked out my um my website, she noticed that I had a dummy. So I gave her my um I gave her my password to be that dummy, but I told her that I was still reviving. So when I, as she, she was so kind, she was like, no rush when you, when you're ready, you just send it. So I sent it and of course I was like, oh my God, maybe she's the one, right? But then I got rejected because she thought it was still very early in early stages. But she was so kind and she gave me feedback, which like really changed things around, you know? So my plan, was to um, query her again in six months because the rule was, oh, take six months to revise and then query again. So I had wanted to query her. I think, oh, yeah, so that, that deadline was like, I think December or January, but because I had an uh, offer so soon, right? I was like, oh man, like, but I cannot wait, right? Because I had the book deal. Yeah, but but then it's like, oh man, you know, it's like it was just I was just in a tough situation, but but I mean I was very grateful, you know, for the opportunity. Yeah, so so I'm just so thankful for that um rejection and feedback because it really like changed everything, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's such a positive aspect of it that you got a perspective, you you know, and turned it into a positive oh. and you just went with it because that's so encouraging because then, you know, like it's though it's a rejection, but they offered you advice that you can rework mm-hmm. it and then it could still, you know, lead to other things. And that's amazing. You're, you're like a wealth of knowledge, about the, all this stuff that I've learned because I was like, I even know of any of this stuff and you know you've been so kind to share it with me and that's why I kind of that's why part of the reason why I love the children's book publishing industry I will say like everybody's so nice mm-hmm. and supportive yeah yeah like yeah like I know you know because you're so new like everybody has a different journey you know so some sometimes somebody's experience might not be the same as yours, you know, but but then you you ask, you know, like it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Some people share more, some people share less. But but at least like you get to know oh who 
who you can count on, you know, for support, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, who are some current children's book authors and illustrators that you just absolutely love their work and that you um, could share with us so I can go check out their books? Oh, there are so many, Nancy. Yeah. Um, I really love um, Benson Shum. Mm. Yeah, Benson Shum, he does watercolor. So it's very vibrant and very cute. Like his characters are like chubby with like stubby limbs, you know? Yeah, he, he's very friendly. So he has on Twitter and Instagram. And he he's also a Disney animator. Yeah, so he's very, like um multi-talented, very friendly guy, Benson Shum. Okay, I will, I will um, look um, his work up. Thank you so yeah. much for Yeah, you're that. welcome. Um, I also love um, Shirley Ng Benetech. <gasps> yeah, I bought yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's with Angela. She's yeah. with Angela, like us. Oh. Yeah, so um, I really love her um, traditional artwork. Yeah. And I know right now on Instagram, she posts her pencil sketches. So it's just so like cute. Like she she makes like the cutest animals. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And she's very kind. Like if you have questions or anything, you can ask her. And I connected a lot with her last year during autumn because she had she ran this event called uh October. So it's kind of like um she invited Kitlet to contribute artwork for auction. Oh. Yeah, so so kind of her. And then so the money that we raise from auction, uh-huh. we um like the the person who the highest bidder, they would donate to this organization organization to help with fire and ocean restoration. Because you know how like in California and we had so many fires, wildfires. So that event was to donate money to these wonderful causes. Yes. So just follow her. And I don't know if she'll have one this year, you know, but maybe if she does, I'm going to participate right away. You know, because it's such a, it's great for the community to come together. So that's how I was able to get to know a lot of um, artists too through that. Wow, that's amazing. That's so, yeah, that, it, you know, the artwork can have even more greater purpose and to mm-hmm. the community. That's wonderful. Yeah, so she's really inspirational in that, you know, like she uses her art, you know, just to help make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I also love um, Lenny Wen. Lenny Wen. I love, yeah, she, um, she's Indonesian, located in Austria. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I love her artwork. Like, I feel like it's very textured. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, like digitally, um, traditional, combined, and it's very textured and just very cute. 
Oh, wonderful. I will definitely go back and, and check on these. Thank you so much for sharing these with me and with the audience. This is awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Now, if you could go back in time and go back to before you started um, your journey being an author and illustrator of children's books, what advice would you give yourself? Mm. I... I feel like I've always been into like um, creativity and craft, you know. Mm -hmm. And for me, I felt like it was something that I never thought of pursuing, you know. Because growing up, my parents were like, "Oh, be a be a teacher, be a doctor, be a lawyer, engineer," you know. So mm -hmm. I I remember seeing my in high school my friend. Um, she took art classes with painting. And then I remember I took computer coding, you know? So I was like, like, I just wish I had told my younger self, like, you know, just, just take those electives, pursue it, you know? And it, if you don't get to take those classes, then do it on the side, right? But of course those things cost money, you know? So my parents, they didn't have that luxury, you know? Yeah, but I guess, like, on my spare time, just keep sketching, you know? Like, make do with what I have, right? Like, pencil, markers, crayons, just whatever. Just keep drawing, you know? Just, yeah, because every little sketch will help trigger that creativity in me. That's wonderful. Now, how do you manage your writing and illustrating? Because you have a busy life as a you know uh, as a mother and a wife and and all the things that you're doing do you have any advice for those of us who are listening that might be helpful managing to make time to be creative to do the writing and drawing that's something that I still struggle with with time but I, I know I work better at night when the kids are asleep, you know, so I tend to leave things there. But I feel like with creativity, it, it's, you can't, like, you can't tell it what time to show up. You know, like, inspiration shows up throughout the day. So one thing that I really encourage you to have is, I guess, always, like, something to write with, right? So when... A story idea comes like you write it down somewhere like email it to yourself yeah because I usually yeah. I usually have my phone with me often because I like to take photos of my kids right so sometimes when I get an idea in the middle like during a walk in the neighborhood or something I'll pause and then I'll say wait up let me email myself my story idea so I email it, you know, because I'm not good with the notes apps or whatever. So, yeah, or like when I'm in the backyard, um, um, accompanying my son while he's playing with mud, mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, uh, idea comes. So let me <laughs> write it down, you know, I email it to myself. Yeah, so just like that, like, just have something handy so you can jot down your ideas because... I know it's really hard with time, you know, but I felt like I've worked so hard these two years that 
I kind of missed out on some important moments with my kids, you know? Yeah, so <clears throat> just try to find a balance, you know, but I, <clears throat> my, my goal is to make more time with my kids. Yeah. Yeah, because they're only that age for such a limited amount of time. And yeah. I miss that age. I have a 16 year old son and he doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. <laughs> he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be with his mom. And so like when I look at him, I go, where was the little boy who would always hold my hand, who wanted to do everything with his mother? And which is normal as a teenager, he shouldn't want to hang out with his mom, probably. That would be a little odd. But I miss that age because they're just so inquisitive. Everything is new. Everything is so exciting. It's the first time they do anything. And um, yeah, I get a little, he just looks at me like, what? Mom, you're just mom. <laughs> so I just, yeah, uh, but yeah, I totally agree. Enjoy that time because it's over in a blink of the eye. And then I, I'm only now he has got two more years in high school and he'll graduate and who knows what he'll do. So they just have to spread their own wings and be them. So yeah, I totally understand. That's wonderful. <laughs> And now this is a podcast, and so people uh, can uh, see your beautiful crocheting little stuffed animals and all your illustration work. Where can people go to see it? Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is Autumn Leaflet. Yeah, and on Twitter, I'm also Autumn Leaflet, and my website is kimhwaong.com yeah. well thank you so much this was so informative like I mean like I've learned so much in this short amount of time just about writing from you and thank you for your continued just generosity and kindness I'm encouraging everybody to keep writing and illustrating. And I know I have um, some illustrator friends who are definitely going to be listening to this and getting a lot out of it. So thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening to My Creative Life. Bye. Thank you.